You are listening to a recording from the 2021 Pumanar Scholars Virtual Residency Fair. We would like to take a moment to thank the residency programs who have taken the time to present at our fair this year. This year's Pumanar Scholars Virtual Residency Fair is supported by Pumanar Recap, the best resource for your physiatry clinical preparation, audition rotations, board preparation, and beyond. Pumanar Recap offers 35 hours of review videos, hundreds of review questions, and even oral board cases. Head to pmnrrecap.com to learn more. My name is Pam Hansen. I'm uh, the program director at the University of Utah, and I want to thank the PMNR scholars for hosting this event tonight. It's a great way for medical students to learn about some of the different programs. And for all of you medical students out there, PMNR is a wonderful and exciting field with so many opportunities for innovation ahead of us. So um, you've got an exciting career ahead of you. Um, I will try to run through my presentation pretty quickly and give you time to ask questions. We've got a lot of information on our website and a lot of videos showing the different um, the different areas of our program. So please check that out. It really covers a lot of information. I'll buzz through some of the key components of our, our training program tonight. Um, just a bit about myself. I'm originally from Minnesota. I, uh, I went to medical school at Northwestern in Chicago and PMNR was a required rotation and I had not heard of it prior to that. Uh, but I started doing a couple rotations and I fell in love with it. I ended up doing my residency training at the University of Washington and came here to the University of Utah to do a sports medicine fellowship and absolutely uh, fell in love with both all of the outdoor recreation as well as the academic um, institution. So the University of Utah is a really amazing place to work. It's a great environment. Um, we have been named one of Forbes' best employers for diversity. Um, we have uh, been ranked um, in first for Utah eight times in a year, year now by US News and World Report. We have been designated um, as an LGBTQ healthcare, healthcare equity top provider, which recognizes us for commitment to providing inclusive care for all. And for 11 years in a row, uh, Vizient has ranked us as um, in the nation's top 10 for healthcare among leading academic medical centers. So it truly is a great environment to work. We have also been ranked very highly as one of America's best employers for women. So that's just a little bit about the, the culture and the environment here at the university. Um, in terms of PMNR, we, recently opened a beautiful new 75 bed um, rehabilitation hospital. We're at about 50 patients right now, but are gradually um, increasing the numbers of providers here and eventually will be up to 75 patients. The hospital is beautiful, state of the art. Uh, the design of the hospital is, is incredible and the therapy equipment really helps optimize independence in our patients and provides a great uh, environment for our residents to work. The University of Utah uh, itself, we're at about 4,200 feet of elevation and we've got the Wasatch Range uh, in our backyard, which is about 12,000 feet. We've got uh, lots of recreation surrounding us. So 11 world-class ski areas within an hour. 
seven national parks within five hours, seven national monuments, numerous wilderness areas and national forests. There's a lot of beautiful parks scattered throughout the city and it's really a beautiful place to live. I think it's, I like to think of it as the playground of the world. And that's one of the things that has kept me here. Um, in terms of, um, of training here, it's a great place to learn. You work collaboratively alongside many other specialties with other residents, fellows, and medical students, and lo lots of opportunities for, to learn from each other and to teach. Um, so it's a great learning environment. There's 28 um, residency programs, 66 accredited fellowships, and 27 non-accredited fellowships. Um, for um, our residency program, we were, were actually, we've been around for a long time. We were initially founded in 1965. So we're very well established and integrated into the hospital, but yet we're a small enough program to be um, very flexible. Uh, we have six to seven residents per class and we are all categorical. So you get to do that first year here, which provides a benefit in the fact that you're meeting your peers who you're gonna be consulting on in the upcoming upcoming year so um, and you get a really solid um, year of internal medicine it's um it provides diverse training at many different sites so um in including uh not just nielsen rehabilitation hospital but we have uh, we have uh seven residents at a time at our va um we have um we have primary children's hospital um, with in all of these sites, all of these primary sites are within about a mile and a half of each other. We have the orthopedic center. We have the cancer center, Huntsman Cancer Hospital. Um, that's literally right behind us uh, from the Nielsen Rehabilitation Hospital. And you also have opportunities to work at different community clinics. Our goal here is to provide the highest quality comprehensive training in physical medicine and rehabilitation. And we strive to maintain a positive learning and working environment and teach with positive reinforcement and clear feedback. We've got great faculty. Uh, we've got more faculty than residents, so it's a good ratio for learning. Our faculty are very compassionate, dedicated, motivated, and really love to work with uh, residents. In terms of our alumni, we are scattered across the country. So you're well prepared for any fellowship or job across the country after graduation. And it appears that we're everywhere, but kind of the uh, North, Dakota, North Dakota to Florida corridor, we're lacking a few people. So if anyone's interested in practicing in those areas after graduation, it'll help us fill in the map. In terms of where our residents go, the trend um, in the last couple of years, it seems like more people have been doing fellowships. So this last year, uh, four of our five residents did fellowships and one took up a private practice job in Minnesota. The year prior to that, three of our five um, did fellowships. So it varies from year to year, but I think this represents that our residents feel comfortable going into a multitude of different fellowships as well as um, jobs right after graduation. We do have several different fellowships. Our longest standing fellowship is the Sports Medicine Fellowship. Uh, Stuart Willick uh, directs that. 
and this has been in existence since 2001. Um, there's five fellows, uh, two are family practice, uh, one is ER and two are PM&R. We have a spinal cord injury um, medicine fellowship run by Dr. Rosenbluth, and there, that's um, just one fellow per year. We have an interventional spine fellowship run by uh, Dr. McCormick, and um, this year we took three spine fellows. We also have a research fellowship and have had um, just a couple residents come through that so far. Um, we also have rehab psychology, neuropsychology, and bariatric psychology fellowships. We have 25 residents right now. Next year, we'll be going up to 26. And um, I think I mentioned before, we have 32 full-time faculty. And all of our rotation sites are within a mile and a half radius. And that's pretty unique to a residency training program. A lot of our residents live close by and use public transportation or bike to work. So it's pretty convenient. We do have uh, required four hours of didactic time uh, per week on Thursday mornings and that's protected time. So pages are forwarded to faculty. Um, we also have journal clubs at each site. So where I work at the orthopedic center, we have a Tuesday morning sports medicine journal club and Thursday morning spine journal club. They have their own journal club at the VA on Tuesdays at noons and at Nielsen Rehabilitation Hospital Wednesdays at noons. So we all have a lot of kind of didactics at our own sites. We do have monthly grand rounds. Um, we have a quarterly clinical safety uh, case conference series. Um, and we also have residents who give kind of a grand rounds. We call them senior symposiums, but it's a grand rounds forum for the, for the faculty. Um, I'll talk about the scholarly activity in a minute. We do have elective time and largely that's kind of helping design your own schedule as you're moving up in years. So there's different people who wanna do inpatient, outpatient, who have, um, have preferences. So that's shared in the creation of the schedule. And we also have a month that is completely yours to decide what you wanna do. Um, it is approved through our PEC, but it's, it's largely driven by whatever you wanna do. Um, there's also protected research time for residents who choose to be in a research track in which you have a, a mentor, um, you present at our um, at a at our for our research team quarterly to keep them updated on your on your projects, and you get a dedicated half day per week of time dedicated to your research. And really, that's just for a handful of residents who really want research to be part of their career as they um, progress. We uh, do not have um, overnight call from home anymore. We've kind of restructured that to have a night shift rotation. Um, which has been really uh, loved by the residents, by the nursing staff, um, to have somebody here at night. And that's a two-week rotation. Um, that's a two-week block at a time. In terms of scholarly activity, um, we do, it doesn't have to be research. It can be research, it can be case reviews, quality improvement projects. Um, or other scholarly work that's disseminated on a national platform. Um, we do have mentors for each of you for specifically for scholarly activity and research. Um, we do have a research didactic module and a lot of uh, resources available from our, um, from our research team. 
to help with IRB, to help with the literature search, um, to kind of help guide throughout the way, as well as classes on how to write grants and things like that. We also have a quality improvement didactic module. So it includes both a didactic component, but also an experiential project that we do as a class every year. So you'll be doing at least three of those throughout your, your training here. We, um, we have a robust GME and PMNR wellness program. Um, so Rob Davies is um, pictured in the top left and he's our GME wellness director. He's a psychologist. He spends time with our residents a couple hours every quarter um, and does activities with them. He's an amazing guy. He's actually, I just ran into him last week and he's training for a hundred miler. He's a really, um, really positive energy. These are pictures below of our resident wellness champions. So Susan, Justin, and Channa Lee. And we also have uh, faculty wellness champions who meet regularly. Um, so it's a it's a positive working environment. We get together frequently. Um, the residents get together frequently to to participate in activities together, and we really focus on trying to create an environment um, of teamwork and making things efficient so that um, so that it makes work a pleasant place to to come. Um, Dr. Steinberg has been our chair now since 2018. He's exceptionally supportive of our training programs and very involved. Um, I think you'll, if you join us for Wasatch Wednesdays, um, he's usually on and um, always trying to um, engage with medical students. He just, he loves the admission, the whole admissions process. He's part of our uh, recruitment team and does some of our interviews. He's very involved with the PEC. Um, and he also directs um, the university senior rotation here. So he, um, he worked closely with the, with the trainees. In terms of our rotations, um, here at Nielsen, we have four inpatient services, which are primarily a stroke service, TBI service, spinal cord injury service, and an amputee service. There's a consult service um, with a consult resident. We have a clinic resident, and then we started a new university senior position. Um, which is um, which is highly valued by all the residents here. They love that. It's an opportunity to teach and kind of oversee some of the different services, and um, it's um, it's been a great experience for the seniors as well as I think providing a lot for the other residents here. Um, over at the orthopedic center, we have um, two residents at a time, one on the spine rotation and one on the sports rotation. And at the orthopedic center, you work in a wide variety of clinics. You're with somebody different every day. So you see a lot of different approaches to a lot of different management styles. Um, you get good exposure to procedures, ultrasound, fluoroscopic, EMGs. Um, at the VA hospital, there's um, many opportunities for uh, clinic spasticity. You get a lot of EMGs there. There's a variety of musculoskeletal clinics with, um, with a lot of ultrasound. Um, amputee care. There's also an inpatient service there. So lots of great opportunities at the, at the VA. You get two, a minimum of two months at Primary Children's Hospital, which is a split inpatient outpatient um, rotation. Um, and there's um, five uh, faculty there. It's a great opportunity for learning, great teaching. And then the elective month, as I had discussed previously. 
In terms of our didactic curriculum, um, we have an 18 month cycle um, and it's broken into different modules um, that are listed here. Uh, we do have a good ultrasound training course. There is an EMG boot camp every year. Um, we also have um, have kind of newer modules that we've um, that we've incorporated based on resident feedback um, in terms of business of management, practice management, those practical things for when you graduate. Um, I've already talked about the journal clubs and grand rounds. Uh, we do have faculty mentors um, assigned for each resident. Um, and these are faculty who raise their hand and want to be mentors. They're not made to be mentors. Um, they love it. They meet with you quarterly for your first year and at least semi-annually after that. A lot of times residents find a natural mentor in, um, in a different faculty member as they go through and that's fine. We just wanna make sure you've got good support all the way through. Um, this year, the residents have also started, started a more senior junior um, mentorship program amongst the residents that's been wonderful. So overall, um, we've got a, a really balanced training program um, covering the entire scope of PMNR from level one trauma centers to uh, our community clinics. We have excellent procedural training, again, EMGs, um, ultrasound, fluoroscopy, uh, baclofen pumps, um, really kind of across the board at all the different institutions. There's great opportunities for sports coverage and adaptive sports coverage through the trails program, um, which was featured on our last Wasatch Wednesday. I hope some of you got to see that, but it's also on our website if you wanna check that out. We've got a comprehensive didactic curriculum that's faculty, faculty driven, uh, faculty run, um, a devotion to scholarly activity and quality improvement, dedication to a high quality of learning. And we really have just a wonderful, warm group of residents and faculty. Um, and living in the Wasatch, it's a great quality of life with all the recreation. So these are just a few pictures of some of the sports coverage and some of our awesome residents. Um, so um, I hope that some of you can join us. We have Wasatch Wednesdays. Um, the dates are listed here. We just finished our first one, which was on our spinal cord injury program. Our next one is coming up on September 1st for um, this is going to be a discussion of uh, our amputee program. Um, and the residents always talk a little bit about life in Salt Lake. So it's a good time to, to get to know our residents a little bit and ask any questions. And I have not been watching the chat as I've been talking. So I'm happy to answer any questions. And we've got some residents um, from here too to help field any questions you might have. Cost of living. I'm seeing there's a question on what is cost of living like. It's um, like everywhere in the country. It's definitely gone up uh, this last year. Um, residents, please correct me if I'm wrong, because I haven't rented for a while, but um, in Nick's recent presentation last Wednesday, I think he priced things out. It's be between $800 to $1,500, kind of depending on the area you live and and the, the how many bedrooms, et cetera. But it's oftentimes in that, in that range. $1,500 is pretty high, $800 is pretty low. What's 
sports are in the trails program? Uh, sports in the trails program. Um, I don't, is Casey on by chance to talk about the trails program at all? Uh, there's adaptive skiing, there's kayaking, biking. Those are to name a few, but Casey is one of our, um, our R2s who's been involved volunteering for the trails program for like the last decade. And he gave a really nice talk about the trails program last um, last Wednesday. Um, is that recorded? Yes. Which is recorded, so you can take a look at that too. But lots of opportunities for residents there. Speak a little bit about the structure of PGY1. Are there any specific electives for residents? In the PGY1 year, um, the elective month is really spent with PMNR. Um, there's also opportunities for um, geriatrics um, and you work with some of the PMNR faculty during that rotation as well. So you get to know us. It's you're part of the internal medicine program. So it's largely um, run by internal medicine, but you do get opportunities to engage with the PMNR faculty and residents during that year. And we have a bunch of different events as well, social events where, where we connect and, and get to spend time with one another. Can you tell us more about the power program? The power program um, is a program that I started actually right after my fellowship year here. Um, I was seeing a lot of women with shoulder issues after being treated for breast cancer and um, spent some time shadowing up at the oncology clinics and kind of tried to get a sense for what patients were being told, how they were guided through cancer treatment and realized there really wasn't any guidance and they wanted to do the right thing, but they didn't know what to be doing, didn't feel comfortable, didn't feel safe. So we developed, um, I developed the power program and it just started seeing about two patients per week, um, creating individualized exercise programs for cancer patients um, and progressing them along through their treatment to help keep them strong, to mitigate fatigue, loss of strength. Um, I, then we recruited a couple of dietitians to work with us. Um, and now it's it's got acupuncture, massage, um, arts, music therapy. Um, we have additional PM&R faculty um, that treating, um, treating all, all cancer types um, for their rehabilitation needs. And we see thousands of patients every year. So it's grown tremendously um, and it's, it's a highlight of, of what I do every week. George, did we run out of time? Yeah, unfortunately we're I'm up against the clock here, but that that's okay. I didn't want to cut you off. It was a fantastic presentation. You're more than welcome to stay on and answer questions in the chat as well. Um, we definitely thank you for being here. It was a great presentation. Thank you thank so you. much for hosting this. No problem.